Welcome to Dual Delivery with Todd and Pat, where we give you our point of view. P-A-T, can I kick it? Yay. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, dreamers and dreamettes? Here we go, man. Got you back in the studio. Yeah, it feels great. Feels awesome. Man. Uh, I missed you guys, man. Yay. Clay's here. Clay's oh. here with his little tortilla soup, <laughs> dropping chips he's on the floor. Mm, mm, mm. Roches. <laughs> he's pre-celebrating. It's yeah. the week of Cinco de Mayo. You guys are just jealous. No. Did you, uh, you catch any fish? Nope. Nothing? Not a thing. How long were you out Sucked. There? Uh, two hours. Jeez. Oh, man. You got to learn how to jig. I'll have to mark some spots for you. It's Watkins Mill, though, so. Oh, you went to Watkins Mill? And you didn't catch nothing? Nope. Oh, man, you got to learn. You definitely got to learn how to jig over there. I thought you were at Smithville. My dad almost fell in. Mm. Was that really him in the kayak? Yes. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I was laughing so hard I almost fell in. Because he's got bad knees, you know, so. So trying out. to get in and out of that? Oh, yeah. I told him, I was like, Dad, don't <laughs> overcompensate when you fall, go to the left or something. It didn't work. Do you have a kayak launcher so he can get in it? Like, uh-uh. And then you just, like having one of them uh, deals you go bowling, you just push him down the ramp like an Ocean's of Fun ride. Nope. All right, Dad, here we go. And he can't bend his knees, so it was, it was like. He just straight-legged in the kayak. The it was like time. tipping a pole over <laughs> and just lands in the water. It's hilarious. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. Well, the, we made it. The water temp's still a little cold, though. Yeah. The weather here, don't know what the hell it's doing. Yeah, It's, it's, supposed, May, it's, it's supposed to be hot. It's May. Yeah. You know, it's freezing. And I thought it was April showers bring May flowers. Yeah. And now all the rain's coming now. Right, right. It's cold. I, in fact, you know what? Everything has been on delay. It's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you really think about it, everything has yeah. been a little bit yeah. behind. COVID delayed the weather. Yeah. It's funny. Jesus. <laughs> We, uh, um, the NFL draft was over the weekend. That was huge. Give it, well, they say it gives every team, you know, an opportunity and everybody's got a chance. Yeah. There's still teams that don't have a chance. Right. I don't care who you draft. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The good teams are still going to be good. But it was, I watched, it was exciting. I, uh, I liked, as a Chiefs fan, um, I always say in Veach we trust, but he's he's done really well. And I didn't think – the one thing that worries me is when teams overreach yeah. for someone. You know, like going into this draft, right? We trade Tyreek Hill, so the big talk is well, you got uh, to get a wide receiver. You gotta, and everybody was talking, Jamison Williams. And did you see – I didn't see this, and maybe I just wasn't paying attention to what he was wearing. But people at work said he dressed in red because that's really where he thought he was coming to the Chiefs. And he's go, I've, he's going to Detroit. Oh, Speak, Speaking of a team that is still going to be doo-doo, mm-hmm. um, especially with Jared Goff behind the helm. But, you know, we didn't overreach, and we didn't, uh, you know, we – we didn't go get that wide receiver to make the fans happy in the first round. And we had a lot of collateral to go trade up. Like if we wanted to, we could have went to the top 15 and yeah. picked one of the top three best wide receivers. We didn't do it, thank God. 
because we still got uh, – we went George Karloftis out of Purdue with the first pick. No, sorry, the second pick. Uh, McDuffie, the first pick, the cornerback, which our secondary needs help. I was upset at first because I just didn't know, right? But that's why I'm doing a podcast <laughs> and I'm not the GM of the Chiefs. But – when we looked at it, he was one of the top three corners coming out of college, so he's a stud. And then we picked George Karloftis, defensive end, which we need, coming out of Purdue, um, top defensive end, one of them. He's not a – is that good? Holy cow. He had that fire face. Dang. This is heat. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was a good pickup because we need defensive end. And then uh, we picked up some other defensive players, solidified some of that. I love the Sky Moore pick. Everybody, analysts, everything you read, that was the steal of day two. Yeah. Was him falling that far. Speedy, shifty. I think he's a great slot guy. He's not going to have Tyreek Hill speed, but nobody does right. in the league. So, um Huge hands, uh, catches the ball. You know, I think he's just going to be a great. I started looking at our roster. I kind of like it. I'm not. I was having a, a talk with people, and let's look around the league. We lose Hill, and we think, oh, our wide receiver core's done. But would you rather have a star wide receiver or a star quarterback? Exactly. You'd rather have a star quarterback. That's a good question. And I'll tell you why. Quarterbacks make or break your team virtually every year. And you can check this, and there's probably some rarities. But every team that goes and wins a Super Bowl has an elite or well above average quarterback in a good offense. If they don't, and there's some rarities, like the 2,000 Ravens, yeah. Trent Dilfer. But you know what they had? Great defense. Number one defense. Raymond. You look Lewis. at – and this here's another. Tampa Bay Buccaneers when oh, yeah. Gruden won the Super Bowl. Who was the quarterback? The, the white guy, just not great at all. Their offense was not great. Was it Trent? It wasn't Trent. Oh. He played like Trent Dilfer. Cunningham? No, that no, I'm thinking I would just watch that documentary on Randall Cunningham. Um anyways, not great, but you know yeah. what they had? The number one defense that year. Oh, yeah. So if you go down the list, I want a star quarterback. Hate him or like him. Patriots. Are you finished? Okay. Do you want to lick the bull? Ah, uh, that's what you get. So uh, trying to stun on us. Gosh dang it. Spilling juice. You look at the Patriots. What? Man. You want a refill? Okay. Um, every so often, they had, you know, some, you know, you could say Randy Moss was a stud the year they had him, that they go 18-1, and one, but what was the thing? Tom Brady yeah. was elite. So that's, that's the way I'm looking, the moral of the story, right? Gotcha. And I can go on forever. But the Chiefs, I'm happy with it. We've got legitimate receivers. 
I would rather have three solid number twos than a star number one wide receiver and then just a bunch of other people. What do you think? Huh? You about to say something? Mm-mm. Uh, oh. You about to get silly? You seem like you was getting ready to say but, something. But, I'm waiting for you. No, but that's what I, I would rather have what we have. I didn't watch the draft. Juju, Juju Smith-Schuster, solid number two. Marquez Valdez-Scantling, good. He's a number two type wide receiver. He's not a number one guy. McCole Hardman is is going to be a number two, He's but he's not a number one guy. He's definitely not a number one. Um, and then Sky Moore's going to be a number two type guy, hopefully. I don't know how draft players it's so hard. Even, right, uh, Aiden Hutchinson, Trayvon Walker go one and two in the draft. They Most likely they'll pan out, but – you know what I mean? There's still a chance. So I think we have a solid, good number twos all the way across the board. I'd rather have that than one Devontae Adams and then three other guys that can't do shit. Because then you just key in on one guy. You're going to make everybody else beat you. And our number one wide receiver is Travis Kelsey anyway. So mm-hmm. we still have – we still have that. So I think we're set. I think we're good. We pick up uh, the guy out of Clemson I thought was a good pickup. Low low risk, high reward. Um, undrafted guy out of Clemson who probably would have been a first-round pick in this year's draft, but because of injury with his back, we're taking a chance on him and, and see what happens. So it's more of a depth pick. Um, we trade for another um, – cornerback from the Texans for a conditional seventh round. I'm fine with that. We did that yesterday, I believe. It was a good draft. I thought this was funny. The NFL got upset because the Detroit Lions had the – so Jaguars had the number one pick. They picked up Trayvon Walker, defensive end. And you get, I think it's seven minutes in the first round, you know, to make your pick. Within two minutes, the, the uh, Lions had the second pick. They couldn't get their pick in fast enough. It took them less than two minutes to make their pick to pick up Aiden Hutchinson out of Michigan to go to Detroit. That was like the guy they wanted and couldn't believe that he went number two. And the NFL got mad because it wasn't suspenseful enough because <laughs> they turned it in so quick. <laughs> they were all upset. I'm always trying to create drama. Yeah. Like, Did you watch it, Clay? Any of it? Uh, I usually watch the five minutes or so. Yeah, I, I like the first round. I watched the second one because I was at home and Sonya was out doing something, <laughs> so I was just, you know, I turned it on to see what we. Yeah, I didn't get. I was like, oh, drafts, cool. Mm-hmm. Your Forty ers Jimmy G's still there. Trash. I don't think they're getting rid of him now, though. I think he's staying. Good. You see DeAndre Hopkins got suspended. I did see that. Six games. Yeah. I don't know what to think of it. He says he – or his agent, you know, the, they never talk for themselves. Yeah. Um, I wish I never had to talk. I'd just have someone talk for him. <laughs> like, all right, uh, read this. Um, he said the month prior and the month after he tested negative. And that one test in between was positive for some trace elements of some PD. 
I don't know. But that could be a big deal. They got the Kyler Murray controversy. Does he want to play there? You know, I think they're going to keep him. Um, they did trade for uh, Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown from the Ravens. Lamar Jackson tweets out, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> <laughs> but it was a good weekend. Your boy went to um, the Saints, didn't he? Yeah, Tyron Matthews signs with the Saints, and gets guess who he gets to play with? Dirty Dan Sorensen. <laughs> They're going to be in the same backfield again. Jesus. Hurt. <laughs> Said I can't get away from this guy. Uh-uh. He can be throwing his hands up. Sorry, man. Cool for Tyron. He goes back home, LSU. That's kind of cool. Yeah. But it's I think it's funny. And I'm not worried about that either. I mean, I, I'm telling you, I'm still looking good for that six-pack. Nope. AFC championships. All I, I got about that. All I got to do is make it to the AFC championship game. Ain't happening. <laughs> nope. You're going down. Don't play with me. Oh well, man. You'll find out. <laughs> you'll find out. Oh shoot. No, it was good. They uh, kid out of Excelsior went undrafted, but he got picked up by the Raiders. Who was that? I don't know. Somebody at one of our front counter girls, Olivia, was friends with. I mean, they, you know, from being Mm. in Excelsior and knew who he was. And he was all excited and, you know, whatnot. And then, so really, she was just excited because of that, you know. But dreams are made, man. Oh, yeah. Lots of emotion. When you saw uh, Kenny Pickett, Pitt State, he goes to Pittsburgh. Big deal. A.J. Brown got traded to the Eagles oh, yeah, I saw from that. the Titans. Wow. Did you see the coach? The uh, What's the head coach's name? Played for the Patriots and the linebacker. Oh, uh, Who's the head coach now of the Titans? Matt? Oh, my gosh. Uh, <clears throat> is his name Matt something? No, it's not Matt. No. Where's my phone? His name is. Feel stupid. Uh, Sawyer. No. <laughs> Tom? Man, that guy. No, not Tom. <laughs> no, but so the funny part is, hold on, guys. When he realizes that AJ Brown got traded, he like gets up out of his chair and like takes a second. He can't believe it. You could tell that he must have not known it was going down. Yeah. Like, damn! I just lost my number one <laughs> wide receiver, and then they picked up Traylon Burks. From Arkansas, which was a guy I was like, he'd be nice to have. He's like a, I would call him the Debo Samuel. Mike. Mike Vrabel. Mike Wazowski? Yes, Mike Vrabel. <laughs> Mike Wazowski? Mike Wazowski. Yeah, big Mike Vrabel. 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 Too much taco so, uh, soup. <laughs> he'd always, he was the one, he'd catch them touchdowns. They'd put him in. He was like five for five on touchdowns as a linebacker for the Patriots. Who? Vrabel. <clears throat> really? Yeah. They just aired the last episode of uh, Man in the Arena, the mm-hmm. Tom Brady documentary. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. That's a good documentary. I like, you know, I watched the Tiger Woods one. I like these sports docs. When you get to hear all that stuff that, you know, that locker room talk and yeah. the behind the scenes 
I'm it's sorry, crazy. Man, I'm distracted. <laughs> this white cat just pulled up. No, yeah, I was like, "What the heck is going oh, on?" Damn, <laughs> where? Look at that thing out there. White as snow, man. I thought it was snowing for a second. I was like, "What the heck is going on?" He's looking for mice. That thing's on the prowl. Yeah, I got a fan. Is oh, that pregnant? She's Siberian pregnant. kitty. She's pregnant. Like that. that black cat didn't tap that. <laughs> Black cat out there too, for real. Yeah. Oh boy, it's interracial love. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not seeing the black one though. No. It's right there. It's underneath the tree. You don't have to be a racist. I just can't see it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Damn. Yeah, you've been gone for a while, so we haven't been able to. Yeah. We were. At least we got a chit chat before. There's a lot of stuff going on. What else? We NFL got? draft. Twitter. Twitter. What you mean, duh? You know what's funny? You know what's funny? Elon Musk, all the money he has, right? He flexed hardcore on Twitter and said, oh, "Oh, you're not going to let me buy um, shares to get up to like, what was it? You know, he wanted to go to like 15% shares. And they like vetoed that shit. And Elon said, I'm about to flex and bust out of here. And he, he said, how about 44 billion? I'll just buy it. Shit, he did. Yeah. Well, they was panicking at first because they were just, just like, oh, shoot. And then he did that, and it's like, it makes you really start thinking, like, all right, are we really willing to give this up? I mean, that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, you taking that deal. Oh, yeah. If you're the owner of Twitter, okay. You kind of stall out a little bit. And he bit. has a no fire clause. Yeah. The, the CEO, like, if he gets fired within so much time, whatever it is, he gets paid. Well, Hundred and some million dollars. They do that. In, they do that anyway. When you, somebody else takes in business, you got to at least be there for at least two to three years before you can. You got to carry out some stuff. He, and he doesn't officially take over. I don't think till like the fall right. or. Yeah. But there is a lot of people panicking. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's typically on the blue side. Yeah, because they, they're like, hey, if I can't control you, but this guy's going to come in here, he's going to start busting you. It's funny, the they head. say it's not, and I don't know if this is direct relation, but I would say it is a little bit. When they they did a, a diagram of uh, political donations by Twitter personnel, and basically it all went to Democrats. Wow. So, I mean, people can say what they want, that social media doesn't get censored. It gets censored. Oh, 100%. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, they've banned some people. Yeah. So, the My Pillow guy tried coming back, <laughs> and he's he got re-banned already. Really? Uh-huh. But, so, my question is, I still want to see how it plays out from Elon Musk, because he's all like, hey, free speech, we're not going to be censoring people. I mean, I suppose to a certain extent, you probably, you know, if it's crazy, like violent type yeah. stuff, you'd probably censor it. Um, but in general, whether it's political views or even conspiracy theories, like, you know, if that's really their opinion, that's kind of what they feel and yeah, whatever. So we'll see if he really allows that stuff or I'm just chilling and waiting. I know he's going to monetize it. He got I'm just like trying he's, to figure out how he's going to monetize it. Yeah, but awesome. isn't he going to take it private? 
public? Because it's no, it's public right now. Oh, he's gonna take it private. Yeah, it's publicly traded yeah. on the stock uh, yeah. New York Stock Exchange. He's gonna take it private. Yeah. Says um, Elon Musk plans to take Twitter public a few years after buyout. That was four hours ago. Well, so no. it'll be private for a couple of years. That's what I'm like. saying. Well, was it when I came over? What were we talking about? Or maybe when I came over to talk about the wedding. But we had mentioned something about, you know, he takes it private. So there's a way to monetize it. Yeah. You take it private. You wait three to five years. And then you do a new IPO. Yeah. And you offer it back out to the public. And Twitter's bigger now. So its IPO is going to be bazonkers. I bet its IPO will be $500 or more a share. Yeah. And he just making bank. Just, I'm telling you, the guy is slicky. And I hope that he I hope slicky. I hope that he just says, Hey, we're gonna take Shib and Doge. Come on and bring it in and we'll go ahead and monetize it without it. That'd be so sick. I like his tweets. He's he fires back to people, but in like a funny way. Oh yeah. Uh it's, it's you gotta read it. You gotta you gotta break it down. A- AOC had tweeted Apparently, she was talking about Mark Zuckerberg, but AOC, uh, Cortez, the senator, mm. the lady senator, Democrat, and she said something to the effect of billionaires and social media something, and, and Elon tweeted back at her, man, would you please stop hitting on me? <laughs> and she tweets back, I was talking about Mark Zuckerberg. And you know that's what it sounded like when she tweeted that. Oh, yeah. She was whining. I was talking about Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> oh my gosh, she yeah. wild. He's got. He just. He is ten steps ahead of everybody. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And he has the money to do it. Yep. And then people, these people out there, right? It's. He could have taken that forty-four billion and helped out. Tons of people's education and the homeless and. <laughs> he could have helped starvation in the world. Hey, isn't it funny how the broke people are always trying to tell rich people how to spend their money? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> don't tell me how to spend my money. I spend my money how I want to spend. He my earned money. it. Let yeah. him spend it. And not and let's just say it's not a broke person who has no money to give. Yeah. Let's say it's because there's some people that have some money and they're saying it too. Yeah. Well, you go do What are you doing with your yeah, money? Yeah, you go do Okay, it. <laughs> so him to $44 billion, uh, Well, let's see. He's worth over $200 billion. So he could give a billion away, every, which he does, by the way. You can look. The dude pays more taxes to the country than we will ever in our lifetime. <laughs> um, and he gives plenty of money away to charities. Um which is a smart move. That's why billionaires stay billionaires yeah. because all that money, that's how they do these loopholes and these taxes and write the big Trump thing, show your taxes. And well, he didn't pay any taxes. And you want to know who didn't pay any taxes a couple years ago? Amazon. Mm. You know why? Because there's loopholes in our tax code and they're smart yeah. and there's ways around it. Listen to this. <clears throat> You find some good good. Elon Musk pays eleven billion and Tesla pays zero dollars. <laughs> right, but that's what I'm saying. In taxes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Same wow. as Amazon. Amazon 
doesn't pay like any taxes and everybody's all butthurt about it. Don't be butthurt at Amazon. That's They're just smart enough load. and they got tax people and they know ways around it. Yeah. yeah. That's wild. I wish I knew how to not pay so many taxes either. <laughs> Trump but, knows. <laughs> but could you imagine? Well, yeah, he's smart. Smart businessman, yeah. whether you like him or don't be mad at a I'm dude. For, you think if Trump wasn't paying taxes and he was doing something illegal, you don't think he'd be in trouble yet? Everybody would be after him. <laughs> the IRS is coming after you. You got to pay them taxes. Hey, they'll, hell, they pay, they come after grandma for not paying like 20 bucks. So can you imagine? He paid 11 billion, billion in taxes, Todd. That's crazy. Let the man spend his money. Convert right. that to Doge. Right. Wow. <laughs> that would be. Don't tell him he needs to cure starvation in the world. And, and why should it be on him anyway? Like, right? Why can't why can't somebody else do it? Or or why can't you spend money on all, supposedly roads and stuff like that? Why can't y'all put some money to the side to do yeah. something else? Then we'll feel good about paying them bad boys. Yeah. Well, I tell you where our money's not going is the roads. Yeah. Damn. I want to. I we got a mad pothole over there by the Chipotle. And I said, "Geez, <laughs> almost lost my whole wheel." Yeah. There's some. I like. Uh, I don't mind the toll, speaking of roads. Like when you go to Kansas, you pay the tolls. But if you notice, damn. <laughs> I hear sirens. <laughs> Domestic kitty violence out yep. back. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> is uh, They have I-70. When you start paying the tolls, you notice a difference in the roads, though? Oh, yeah. They're oh, always they, working on oh, yeah, them. They got a nice highway. Yeah. Always working on them. You hit I-70 coming into Kansas City, Kansas, you think you're in the mountains. <laughs> Lose a wheel or yeah. a whole car. How about this? Speaking of money, this is another good one. Uh, well, one, it popped up because every now and again, it's like every so often, well, oh, man, I'm going down a rat. Here I go. I'm going down the rabbit hole. Uh, one, uh is there still uh, is Ukraine still being attacked? Because you don't hear nothing about it after the Elon Musk buys Twitter <laughs> and and poor Ukraine's now nah, that ain't a big story anymore. <laughs> um, I guess it's pretty bad over there. But actually. another okay, right well, now. Well, since since I brought it up, really, but since you want to play on this, I do have a serious question though on the Ukraine thing. Oh boy, I think there is stuff going on over there. And, but how long has it been since every time they come on, it's like Russia's on the verge of taking Kiev, the capital. They've been saying that for two months. So what's really going on over there? Nobody knows. I need to know what's going on. Nobody knows. Let's go. Let's go. (laughs) Hey, we don't have to wear a mask on a plane. That's right. We could fly over there and be free. No, I just, I don't know. I, I, you know, it's like it took a back burner all of a sudden. Oh, yeah. You know, that's the way, that's the way it always is. It's like they kind of, they hit, they, they give you all this information, kind of get you going, and then yeah, they right get you when, riled up. And then right when you start to kind of like uh, get wound up and get going, like, oh, this is crazy. They just, 
Yeah, it's gone. Fading away. Yeah. What'd you say about Putin earlier? He had cancer. Oh, that's right. Supposedly, Putin is Putin. but you know how secretive it is over there. Like everything's kept. Oh yeah. Lock yeah. and key. So this ca- this came from a you know, and I, it was one thing that came up and um, that said he's having surgery because he's got cancer, and I've seen it shared a couple times, and um, so I'm suspecting that it is true, but I wouldn't mind because he's an evil person. Um, so I wouldn't mind if cancer wins this time, but cancer itself sucks. But if this one time it could do its duty, take him out. Well, he's um, getting ca- uh, surgery. Yeah. So he's like transferring his power yeah. for like a few days to some former general Russian dude, Yakov Shmirnov. Wonder Whatever if anything will happen. Name. It will change pace. You know what you couldn't do in Russia is have a podcast like we're talking about right now and yeah. say you wish Putin died. Oh, yeah. You'd be dead the next day. Stay away from Pat. <laughs> You've been getting sniped. <laughs> see you next week. <laughs> you don't like America? Go live over there and see how you like it. Yeah. Um. Well, speaking of Russia, and uh, so this popped up though. Is uh, Brittany Griner still over there in uh, Russia, Mother Russia? And the U.S. has now declared her, she's been unlawfully detained, you know, prisoner, blah, blah, blah. So they're going to try to negotiate to bring her back, which which kills me. It's like, so what do we got to give up? Like, what you know what I mean? I don't want anything to happen to her. You got to give up some rubles. But yeah, give me rubles. So the reason she's over there, if nobody knows, and this is another topic, and we've talked about women and pay and equal and all that in sports. Smoking that ganja? Yeah. Well, (laughs) one, yeah, so in in simplistic (laughs) ways is what she was doing might be legal here. But she got caught with, I don't know if it was hash oil or was weed a, in, a, a in a vape yeah, pen. Yeah, vape pen, yeah. But it's illegal over there, yeah. and you got caught. Yeah, man. Now, you, you wouldn't go to prison for that over here now. You got to know the rules, You got to know the rules. You're not, on your ter- you're not on your soil. Yeah. So they say, and other WNBA players have come out, well, she wouldn't be over there if they got paid enough throughout the season in the WNBA over here. So they go to Russia to supplement their income because they don't get paid enough in the WNBA. So I looked it up, and it starts out, this is rookies, starts out at like 70, what was it, 76 or 78,000, okay? Um, And for anybody listening and, and for this discussion, we're not comparing salaries. I'm just telling you as a job, right? What's the WNBA? Don't even think of it as athletics and sports and all that. Just a job starting out 78,000. The top players cap out at 228,000 a year in the WNBA. Now, she's getting paid 
220000 a year is what she gets paid in the WNBA salary. Not to mention whatever sponsors. I'm guessing she has some sponsors, being one of the top athletes yeah. in the WNBA. Yeah, I think she's got Nike. Yeah. yeah, so on top of that, her net worth is $5 million. So I'd like to know, what do you mean she's not making enough? I know what I make, and it's a hell of a lot less than 220000 a year. And I'm not sitting in a prison in Russia because I needed to go over there to make money at another job to supplement my income. And I look at it as, you know, when when people play um, overseas, the, the men play overseas, they're, they're good, but they just haven't made it to the level of the NBA. But some of them make a great career overseas playing over there. I know my man Mike Watson, he was a hey, he was ballerific going overseas and playing. It's tax free. Yeah, think, I think it is. Yeah, so so if you're wanting to supplement your income and you're making supposedly in Russia it's like five hundred thousand to an extra million a year. Why don't you just play over there full time then? And yeah. the, and you chose to play the game. If you love to play the game, go play the game. You should want to play anywhere you want. If I can get paid to play whatever sport I can play, basketball Baseball, I want to play wherever I can play. I don't care. Cut the check. Yeah. I'm here to but play it's the not, game. So they compare it to NBA salaries. Yeah, sorry. It's apples and oranges. The basketball, you're playing the same game, but you're comparing two totally separate yeah. business the way it's the revenue stream is coming in. It's apples and oranges. One, the, the NBA owns – um, half of the WNBA, I had to look it up. And then the 12, there's 12 NBA team, WNBA teams. They own the other half of the league. Right now, the WNBA is operating at a $10 million loss yearly. Jeez. Ain't no business would even be open. Right. And they've been doing that for years. That's not this year they lost $10 million. That's for at minimum, the last I looked up was just in 2018. I think it's been happening at least since 2017. So let's just say for the past five years, they've been operating at a $10 million loss. The hell? Yeah. And and you're... You're not filling up the seats. I don't know what to tell you. Your brand isn't good. And they want, well, we need to be... Sup- we need more. The, the NBA needs to supplement us more. Why? You're Why not. would they want to lose more money? They already have a great product. Yeah. And they're filling up stadiums and our, you know, arenas. Easily. They don't need to worry about, I mean, as a business sense, what they should do is say, y'all are on your own. Y'all figure it out. And then guess what? You think you're not getting paid enough at 220000 a year. Let the NBA cut you off at your $10 million a loss a year and then tell me what you get paid. Maybe you're living outside your means if you can't live off two hundred twenty thousand a year, right? Clay, yeah. would you take two hundred twenty thousand a year? Yeah, yeah. When I say I get paid a lot less, I get paid a lot less than two hundred twenty thousand a year, and I'm we good. all do. <laughs> now, do we all want more? Of course, we would love to have more money, but I'm not bitching. To, uh, well, we're not owned by anybody, but I'm not, I'm not bitching to another company or, well, the, go- 
like this. The government should help supplement Roger's sporting goods because they're not paying me enough for me to survive. You know what I mean? Get out of here with that trash. Admit. And maybe follow the rules. Yeah. Your net worth's five million. You're doing good. You know what my net worth is? We'll see. I got something to say to that too. Two hundred thousand, maybe total if you took <clears throat> whatever. I don't know how you you do you do it by assets or your house, your car, whatever you own, everything all together, savings account, checking account is probably about what she makes in one year. And her net worth is over $5 million. Where does she play? I wonder what living cost is. What you got, Clay? What were you going to say? Uh, it's <clears throat> kind of funny because this came up the other day. Uh, my work, actually. Our CFO came on. He lives in Hawaii. And let me see how much he's worth. This is our CFO, by the way. Damn. Come on, Clay. Yeah, it was hashish oil. She got detained at the airport entering the country with hashish oil. You ever seen uh, How to Catch a Smuggler? (laughs) (laughs) You can't be smuggling illegal drugs into other countries. I'm trying to figure out how they... If you were coming to the U.S. from another country with hashish oil and a vape pen... And they found it, you'd get in trouble. So they just determined her to be detained unlawfully. Yeah. She they did something decided. illegal yeah. in and, another country. And our government decided the US that she was detained how? illegally. She wasn't. It's, I mean, I guess after well, 75 days, to, maybe. but to, It's political you theater. Have, is this what you have to do? You have to go get your... Yeah, your people back, and I Dad, get it God. because we've like we've done it before. Yes, this isn't the first yeah. person that we've ever tried helping, and I get it. She's an American citizen; she doesn't. And even though it was illegal, I don't think she needs to spend prison time in Russia. She, she's been there since February. Yeah, she's been there for a hot minute, yeah. seventy-five days. That's, that's, that's a, a hot time. minute for some hashish oil <laughs> and in a few vape cartridges. Wonder what they're so. They're, uh, my biggest is. thing is just the, the, why she's over there, What's is her name Brittany? is bullshit. Brittany Griner, but there's other players that play overseas too. But yeah. you don't, they you don't caught with some. And it's just like when, I mean, they used to do that all the time. Like we wanted to see Yao Ming come, so Yao Ming came here. Mm-hmm. They wanted to see Shaq there, so Shaq went there. Kobe was a huge international yeah, when icon. You, when you are big, when you're big in here, and the other countries want to see, they want to see. Mm-hmm. They're like, how can we get that person to come over? And they they have a negotiation. And if it's that much more money, then just play over there full time. We have college players that can't go to the NBA, or they don't want. They go play overseas because they know they can make money. Or they'll come out of high school and go over there because yeah. you can play younger. Yeah. Didn't uh, Lamelo? Oh yeah, one of the ball. the ball. One of the ball boys. One of the ball boys. Yeah. Went. What was that? It'd be a high thousand there. Um. But he played over there to develop himself. Yeah. Before coming back here. Yep. To make money, so that's a. It was a wild. I don't know. I just don't like the the premises of what they're saying. 
is your right ear is on fire. Huh? Yeah. I'm good. You good? No. Oh. <laughs> but that was a new, that was kind of a new topic, but. But we can, uh, sticking on the, the sports thing, um, we brought this up before, and this became a big thing. So um, the NIL deals, which I think you and me at least were in agreement, I think players should be able to get paid yeah. off their – so NIL stands for name, image, and likeness. So you can get paid – from sponsorships based off your name, image, and likeness, which I love. I like One, it. it takes the schools out of it. They don't have to worry about producing the money and the revenue to pay the players. Yep. But those kids should be able to be allowed to get paid based off of what they do on the court, their performance, yep. or lack thereof. The cheerleader got an NIL deal that – because, <laughs> remember, the, she, during the March Madness, she got the basketball out stuck – Oh, yeah, from yeah, the hoop, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I'm sure it was a little bit. You know, it was just one of those make some T-shirts. Right. Right. So. Um, yeah, I like so, it. So I don't mind that. We were just kind of going back and forth before we started tonight. and I mean, we're pretty much in agreement. What I don't want to see happen is it starts this crazy. I don't want someone to ruin it. Right. For everybody, right? It's like you give a little bit. It's taken so long. For us to get to this point, we've been fighting this battle for a long time. I don't want it to get screwed up because a coach or a team or somebody takes advantage of this system yeah. and ruins it. And, and and it might be a test. They might be doing this just to be able to prove their point. So Prove their point of, see, you guys can't govern yourselves. Exactly. Yeah, which I hate the NCAA. I think you want to talk about government overreach – I kind of view them as like, you know, the government of NCA college athletics. I think they're terrible. <laughs> I think they're terrible and they need to revamp. I think there should be kind of a governing body for college athletics. Yeah. Um with rules and different things and, you know, but they they come up with the weirdest tampering. We were talking about tampering. Oh, yeah. I think tampering's terrible. That's a terrible charge. We're all grown-ass men or women when you get to college. Yeah. If I want to talk to someone as a coach, and I know because I'm good friends with this player because he grew up in the town that I coach in, and he went and played for this school and did really well, and I want to call him up and congratulate him yeah. and say, man, I wish you were on our team, that'd be tampering because yeah. you are wishing he was on your team. Right. The tampering rules are bogus. <laughs> so the the gosh dang it, I forgot the kid's name. Uh, so it's a Pittsburgh wide receiver. He's like number one in college. Right. Um, he's thinking about he's entering the transfer portal, which everybody's doing now. Yeah. Um, and one of his schools he might go to is USC, and the Pittsburgh coach is pissed at Lincoln Riley, thinking the head coach out there and. USC tampered with his guy. I'm like, man, y'all just like you said. Oh yeah, y'all gonna screw it up? I'll mess it all up. What is it? I give you an inch and you take a mile or take whatever. A foot. Yeah, like. I'll be asking for a thing that you want to put. Should we have? Should we have High V be a sponsor? Yep. Ooh. <laughs> Brought to you in part yeah. by High V. 
you want to be a sponsor, though, hit us up. I am. Yeah, yeah we get you on the show, promote your business. Whatever. Facts. Anybody. I like that. Yeah. Um, I, uh, so I hope they don't screw it up um, yeah. and, and ruin it because I, I think it's a great asset to these kids. You look at – we looked at Reggie Bush, right, comes out after he wins Heisman. He's the best college player that year bar none. Right. Might have been one of the top ten best college football players ever to play. Yeah. You can make a case. That he was, I mean, he was electrifying. Yeah. And the dude can't, couldn't get nothing. Got in trouble. Like USC got banned for postseason. He lost his Heisman. I watched a lot of USC games. Because <laughs> of him. Yeah, me too. I just was like, geez. Because you never knew what was going to happen. Oh, man. It's like watching the Chiefs. You never knew what Mahomes and Hill are, you know what I mean? It's just that electrifying uh, uh, game. You know, and you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. So that, uh, so we'll see what happens. But maybe, you know, I hope five years, ten years down the road, they're like, no, we're done. Because I don't know how it's voted on, but the NCA could probably come out and say, no, it's done. Oh, yeah. We're squashing it. Easily. No, we're going back to the old way because this is too much. I would like to see a shift into, uh, I wouldn't mind this. You're kind of seeing it now in college athletics. Do you think there'll be a shift soon, and it's kind of already starting, but sooner rather than later, where you just have your Power Five conferences, but just more teams in each one? You just got five conferences, and they all have the same amount of teams. Instead of all these, you know, what do you call it, the Sun Belt Conference and the, you know, all these mid-major, and they're all just become a part of these big – yeah, it might help there be more money for those schools too, where you get you, like you see the SEC, how many teams they got now? I, I can't even count. I don't even know. Yeah, um, they might. They're yeah. even taking Big Twelve teams. Right, right. <laughs> like, yeah, that's wild. It's a sports, it's a sports world, and we're living in it. UNC basketball brought four of their five starters back. Which I thought which is crazy. Which I thought was crazy because typically, at least for the past decade that I can remember. One and done. One and done was it. And if you knew that you could go to the NBA, especially if you knew you were going to be a lottery pick in the first round, you were going to go to the draft. Right. And I'm guessing at least one or two of those four coming back probably would have been picked up. Well, a lot of them, you remember, I, I don't know if it was – Carmelo or somebody started it where they actually was the man and then they won the championship and as soon as they won the championship see ya <laughs> it might have been Carmelo 03 that sounds about right yeah. a decade ago and was, he, he beat uh, KU yeah and it was like everybody after that like they would win and they would just dip out it was like we got our championship we out and so to see these guys kind of come back I think that they they're going to have a chip on the shoulder for sure. And I feel like they uh, they smelt like they could have won. And so I think they're going to come back. And if they don't win, they if they win, they're done. If they don't win, I think I still believe they're done. Yeah. And you think, though, they're coming back because of the coach? I think Hube, I think uh, Hube got a lot to do with it. Um, he played in the league. He probably told them 
what to what what to expect, what they're going to be looking for, and he kind of gave them the insight of what it's like in the NBA, and they were kind of like, oh, and he's like, he you know he could tell you he like you man you need to develop a little bit more or you need this a little bit more he can actually tell you exactly what you what you lacking. Do you think they should allow kids out of high school to come to the NBA if the NBA wants them? Some of these, if some the of them are, some of them are a beast. Like some of them are man child. Yes, Zion probably could have went straight he was a to man the NBA. Child, yeah. Now, granted, I'm not discounting his athletic ability when he's healthy, but from a pure health standpoint, he might become one of the biggest busts in the NBA if he can't ever play. Yeah, if he because he play. hasn't played. Yeah, like any. But when he's on that court, ooh. but but that would have been a guy that could have came. But but even if they're not, maybe they're not the man child like LeBron was when he came. Yeah, he was a man child. Um, but let's just say they're not. But an NBA team would draft him. Yeah. Why not? Oh yeah. Why why? Because you have to do the one and done anyways. Why make him do one year? One, they're not getting a degree. Anyways, yeah. So what are they doing? They're just flying by. Actually, <laughs> you're just trying to get some of their money. <laughs> you should make them go in debt for a little bit, get the, get a little bit of their money. Well, unless they're on scholarship. Yeah, unless they're on scholarship. But if they're not, get a little bit. Of, and you probably, you know what? I know what it is. You're getting them to come there to get an exposure so you can get people to go crazy. And then now these people want to come to your school. Well, and if you are a beast and you go one year to college, as long as you can stay healthy, you probably actually do help yourself out. Yeah. Um, well, I don't. Well, I'll, you could hurt yourself too. Because yeah, what if I was you go say, there I'll and get that. manhandled? Yeah, that's like I'm, I'm ready to go to the NBA because that way. I'm just saying, why decide? Why? Why put that rule in? I think they should go back. Yeah. To you know, Kobe coming out of high school and KD and. Sean Just King. let it happen, because yep. there is some guys that can play out of high school right now. Um, the most well known recently, I think, would have been Zion. Um, but there's some other guys that could have played. Yeah, I just can't think of their name right away. <laughs> Anthony Davis probably could have. Oh yeah, he could have. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Um, yeah, so why make him go to a school for the one and done? Yeah, because it's. And like you said, are they, are they even paying attention anyways? Right. They're paying attention when they're with their coach on the court because mm-hmm. they've got to do their one year, so they better get through it. Um, is there a rule? I haven't looked this. Can you sit out a year and then go to the NBA? Like almost like a, a sabbatical. <laughs> if you graduate high school, you don't go play college. Can you, as long as you wait a year, then you can go to the NBA? Is that what the G League is? Can you go straight to, to the G League? I was about League? to say you're going to have to go to play overseas. You can go play overseas. Could you go to the G League? Is yeah. that what the – that's the NBA Developmental League. Yep. Maybe you can go there. I think actually you can because you get paid Yeah. in the G League. Yeah. But don't force them to go to school. Yeah. And, no offense, but some of these kids – they want to make that money anyways. Or to them, it is a job, and it's like, hey, I'm trying to help my family. Like, I come low-income family. A lot of them do, yeah. right? Yeah. So they want to go make that paper right away. 
I say let them. Yep, me too. What you got? Oh, I thought Just you had live. something. I'm live. You were. What was I? Uh, So I gotta, oh, I don't know. Um, I'm going to transition away from sports real quick. And I wanted to talk to you about this because this story is not new, new this week. This happened, Uh-oh. it was a week or two ago. Uh-oh. Um, you don't like this. Yeah. And we'll see if you know. <laughs> I even had to write it down. Some of this shit. You can't make this up, dude. I can't wait. And yeah, I'm sure you did hear about it because you don't work when you're at work. <laughs> don't you just on Google? Yep. Okay. YouTube, uh, <laughs> Netflix. I call him one day. He goes, oh, shit. I Better just walked up. out and like five senior bosses walked by me. He's, he's, on he's, walk, he's on the phone. He walks out of his office. All I hear is, hey, Clay. <laughs> I was like, damn. Damn. It's an important phone here. call. We had a pregnancy scare. Yeah. <laughs> um. Now, speaking of pregnancy, man, that's a good transition, Todd. I didn't even know I did that. Is that why you're laughing? Yes. Damn. I should have a podcast. You should. Holy cannoli. Let me know. I'll get you on the air. Speaking of pregnancy, an all-women's prison in New Jersey has two women inmates that became pregnant. You want to know how? Donors from the outside. Nope. Other prisoners. And you ask, how can that be? (laughs) How can an all-women's prison have two inmates get pregnant from another inmate? What were their pronouns? This This is is like a a riddle. riddle. This is not a riddle. Yeah. (laughs) What were their pronouns? I don't know what they called themselves. They were men, but they identified as trans women. So they put him in a women's prison. Yep. Yeah. Give me your peaches. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Clay. This is real life, Clay. Real life. <sighs> Two it, so there's a New Jersey prison. Mm. No, oh, they, it's in New Jersey. Yeah. Well. They call it, if you look it up, it's an all women's prison. Well, apparently it's not. <laughs> there's, some d, there's some D floating around. What's it called? Uh, it is the. I had to save it. Uh, New Jersey Women's Prison. Oh, gosh dang it, Clay. I put in women's prison. It says women's prisons near me. <laughs> Let me get the address. New Jersey. <laughs> okay, uh, Edna. Mahan Correction Facility. Edna? E-D-N-A. Mahan, or Mahan, M-A-H-A-N, Correction Facility. So, two inmates at a New Jersey's only women's prison are pregnant after reportedly having sex with a transgender inmate. That makes it sound like they don't know what the fuck happened. I can tell you what happened. So they house 800 women inmates, 27 of which, 27, are trans women. You want to know what trans women are? They're males. 
man. And the you know, and here's how they started this. Mandingo. Hey, it gets deeper. No pun intended. Literally. <laughs> this is how it started. In uh let's see. It was last year. They started housing transgender women last year. You want to know why? Because a male spent 18 months in a male prison, but he identified as trans woman, so he filed a lawsuit with the American Civil Liberties Union in New Jersey and won, so they transferred him to a women's prison. Oh, my God. You can, fun what do you there. think happens? Okay, men fuck other men. In male prisons. Women scissor each other in women's prisons. What do you think is going to happen if you put a dude who identifies as trans woman with another female? Girl, they didn't mess up. They didn't put you some think they got? You think they got condoms? <laughs> you know what? That's, it's, that's kind of funny. You know they ain't got no condoms in that prison, no. even though you're housing 27 male trans women people. Are they in their own little area? No, no, obviously Play, not. They're pregnant. They ain't shooting. They're hey, <laughs> I'm just question. They're all housed together. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I want her in my room. Bring her in my room. Man, <laughs> there's gonna be everybody. If somebody to, gets a hold of this, everybody gonna try to go. Train. And somebody's <laughs> like, "Oh man, I can't get none today. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to this prison. Yeah, so I'm gonna do something to, to get in there. So." In another, so this happened last year too. So the male filed the lawsuit, and I was talking to Todd. Does this set a precedence and open up Pandora's box? Because right. now, if you're a male, that's and you get said. sent to a New Jersey prison. You know what I'm gonna say? Yeah, I'm trans woman. Yes, sir. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Not to go get I'll wear, all of it. I'll wear a g-string and heels in a dress <laughs> to get some to be housed in a women's prison over a male prison. Call it a slaughterhouse. (laughs) I mean, we're laughing because this is hilarious. And this is why the trans women argument. This just shot a hole right in that. Other people's kids, man. So two Edna prisoners, true genetically female prisoners, they filed a lawsuit last year seeking to end the New Jersey's gender identity policy for prisons claiming they were harassed by trans inmates and that transgender inmates were having sex with female prisoners well that didn't age well because obviously that was happening yeah now that they're pregnant the aclu legal director gene lacero defended the policy of allowing transgender inmates in a woman's prison as one that protects the rights of transgender women no. Mm-mm. It's in line. This is from the ACLU legal director. It's in line with New Jersey's strong anti-discrimination laws that prevent discrimination and harassment on the basis of gender identity. Yeah, I need to go back in. I need to go back to the male prison. And we all know we ain't got enough money to make a trans prison. No. Nah. See you later. Get back. I thought prisons were somewhat squared away in this whole aspect, but well, you would think like we gotta keep males with males and 
females with females, irregardless of yeah. gender identity. Take your or talent, gender euphoria. Take your back over there, buddy. Um, I just so the union who represents the correctional officers stated we opposed the this policy change, believing it would be detrimental to the general population of female inmates being housed at the Edna Mahan or Mahan, and also bring added stress to our correctional police officers assigned to this institution. Well, of course it would, because yeah. now you're you're not only not only this right fights break out and shit like that in prisons it happens oh yeah because you can't keep them separated forever even in uh the big house in leavenworth there's times where they're together and when they're together fights break out you have different factions you got whites hispanics blacks they all create their different little groups and that's typically how prisons work and you belong to that group well when you have inmates that are trans women, guess what? Biologically, they're male. And what do we talk about? Just like we talked about with the, the swimming aspect. They're stronger, bigger, faster. They can handle themselves probably more. So they all get together, and they're going to cause ruckus if they wanted to. Yep. And the women ain't going to be able to stand up to them. Not only that, if they're going to have them over there, they need to be like in the hole, as they call it. You gotta be. Yeah, they were in the hole. No, they were no. definitely in the hole. No, you gotta be Two like of them. isolated. And yeah, one. Cage. Maybe they have their own little wing yeah. of that prison. So those twenty-seven, or if more transgender women come there, then they need their own area. But, but we shouldn't have to do that. No, you shouldn't have to. But you can't have this happening. Ever yeah. again, yeah. you can't have After that, inmates having sex with each other where they actually get pregnant. And yeah, when I seen that, hey, you're going back. We're shipping y'all back. So, yeah, you took advantage. That's wild. How about them apples? I told, I told you, I wasn't ready, Clay. I no, I'm ready. still not ready. I'm still he didn't trying know. To it he out. didn't know how it happened. <laughs> now there are instances. Obviously, you brought it up where. The correction officers oh, yeah. have relations with, it's typically a female having a relation with a male inmate. Right. Because these male inmates, they ain't got nothing but time. And guess what? They start, I just saw, was it Alabama or whatever? There's a manhunt for the, mm. oh, yeah. the male inmate who got busted out of prison by a female correction officer and they're on the run now. But that's typically... You ain't got nothing but time, and you're sitting in prison for the rest of your life. So psychological warfare, you find a female, and you start creating this bond, and you you know Typically, what I mean? Typically, they don't even care. They just want out. And then they're like, well, oh, see, see you. appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but they do the fake love, and, oh, I'll take care of you, and I promise you this. And the master manipulators, that's how they got in there. Yep. And that's what they, it's wild. It is wild. I still can't get over it. What? Um, I apologize. For what? I was going to bring up something, but I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait for next time. Okay. Just because this is, it's a uh, touchy subject. and Yes. I'll wait till next week. All right. It's going to be a good one because I've been wanting to bring it up. Um, I wanted to bring it up last week, and obviously you were gone. I hope you enjoyed Texas. 
but I want to bring it up, and it has to do with policing and and minorities and just. So I want to bring this up, but I want to. I can't. I wait. don't want to devote two minutes to it. It's a subject we need to talk about. So awesome, serious discussion. But um, there's tons of stuff going on. I'm glad you're back. Yeah, it feels good. And um, we still have some other guests lined up, um, but that's you know what I mean. It's coming up. Oh, yeah, so we're just up. trying to figure out a time. Right. So we've got some other names out there. And, and uh, we appreciate everybody listening again. So yep. um, it's about that time. I'm going to go home put my feet up. Me too. Yeah. All right, people. Going to be great. Let's get it. See you later. This podcast was brought to you in part by Rise Nutrition.